Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. Yeah, Paint Radio, Andrew Dwyer, Emily Howard. Emily, you recently returned from Arizona, is that correct? Yes, that's right. So, fun fact about Arizona is some of the worst ways to die. Hey, we want to build people up at Paint Radio. Some of the worst ways to die exist in Arizona. Did you know that? I believe it. And based on your presence here, you have not died. Nope. Please confirm. So <laughs> that means you escaped attacking cacti, the ones that jump on you. Yes. That could kill you. <laughs> Them snakes that rattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like a baby rattle. It's like, hey, bam, dead. Yes. Rattlesnakes. The tarantulas, the tulas, the, the tarantulas. Tulas, the tarantulas. Yes, the furry yes. spiders, the furry yes. eight-legged. So go ahead. No. I'll let you finish your thought. It, I just have something to say about tarantulas. I never really have consistent thought. Just flashes. Do you have <laughs> <laughs> just shots of color that yeah. sort of come to my mind? Purple. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a fun fact about tarantulas? So, yeah. So we were out there most recently at Commercial Forum, the PCA Commercial Forum, and actually- Chad Lyons was out there as well, and Speaking he went on a hike. I avoided him, too. <laughs> he can kill you in a heartbeat. But uh, no, he was on a hike, and he saw a tarantula. So we have one in the article that we're posting this week on the PCA Commercial Forum. I have a whole section on animals that we saw wow. out there, and a tarantula is one of them. Goodness. Well, so to finish that thought, what do you think would be the worst way to die? I mean, like, we all have tons of great ways to die. Okay, don't, so don't I think actually only one of those things that you mentioned can kill you. Did you know that tarantulas actually, because we were looking this up while we were there, if they bite you, they won't kill you. <laughs> that is true, but this is essentially radio. <laughs> the, so The rattlesnake will kill you. Yes. Strangle you, and then they crawl in your ear. <laughs> and <laughs> Nightmares. And the tarantulas lay eggs <laughs> in your eyes. It's not true. Okay, so rattlesnake is the only of those three that can kill you. If a cactus jumps on top of you, you are dead. 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 So here's another fun fact about the cacti out there is that if you run out of water on hikes, you can eat the fruit. Like a margarita? Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right, enough of this nonsense. Steve's probably going to correct us on all of this. Speaking of Arizona, (laughs) but not death, Stephen Adix from Phoenix is joining us on this podcast. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm well. I'm alive in the desert. And all that you've been saying about the desert, I don't know if it's true. I haven't experienced it. Okay, a couple things. People don't listen to paint radio to hear facts. <laughs> Two, Stephen, I'm guessing you don't want more people moving to Phoenix, do you? It's a free country. They can move here. <laughs> Most people, we live in Colorado. Coloradans love to talk about, oh, I'm so sick of so many people moving here. It's kind of ridiculous. But people who live in wonderful places complain about more people moving. It's crazy. Yeah. Phoenix actually is quite nice. and It is. It's beautiful. Hot. And Steve is cheating death every day. I would say overheating is actually probably... How hot is it there today, Steve? You know what? I actually temped when I was spraying. This morning, I temped 91 degrees was the temperature of the door. What time was that? Boy, I just finished 30 minutes ago. Okay, so 11, 11.30. Things are starting yeah. to cool off. I'm going to start using tempt as a verb. I like that. Yeah. Well, Yo, what, temp- did, what did you temp earlier? I temp the surface with a Sweet. with a laser thermometer just to see the temperature. Because I'm kind of funny in the fact that I like to listen to what the paint, well, I read what the paint can says and temperatures. 
and hot surfaces shouldn't be painted. You can, but latex like 70 degrees. So there's some things to do when you're working in the environments to have everything work well. And we did a lot of this, actually. Before this, I was down in Arizona with Steve. We were working on a fun project called Fit Your Whip. Nice. Where we were making over his van. And I think one of the days, the day that we were filming, it was about 110 degrees outside. And I think we tempt the, the surface out. of the... <laughs> car yeah the surface of the cameras yeah it was like 127 or something ridiculous yeah in the sun the the cameras were shutting down on those guys oh my gosh (laughs) it was so hot i had to change my shirt twice goodness gracious (laughs) so the purpose of this podcast the reason steve adix of adix painting out there in phoenix is with us is because we're talking top job and i should also mention this podcast is sponsored by zinzer of course the top job awards are sponsored by zinzer as well so we're going to hear from Zinzer a bit later. But Steve, as you and I well know, Emily, Steve is no stranger to top job. Top of my head, I don't know who has won the most top jobs. but Mr. Steve would be up there. He's uh, he's in the running. So yeah. we thought, let's have Steve on so people can learn not only how he chooses which jobs to enter. Steve is excellent about leveraging the win, which of course is the whole point, or it's one of the main points of the top job awards, giving contractors an ability and incentive to really market the heck out of that win, to leverage it to get more business. And Steve is tremendous at that. So, Steve, why don't you sort of give us a thumbnail introduction on the job that won you the most recent top job? Yeah, interesting. That one was over in Mission Bay in California. It's a homeowner who I worked for. They had a water leak. So I went in their bathroom, and it was a little scupper, flat roof. And you know how water with gravity... They're looking at the ceiling, and I'm at, and they're looking at a little damage on the wall. Well, that water, of course, ran all the way down the wall behind the towel bar, and what they thought was going to be a simple little fix as we kept digging and digging and digging. Long story short, tore it all out, repaired it, finished it, was in their master bathroom. And of course, I'm kind of anal about being really neat and clean. Really loved how I just took care of the property, left no dust, cleaned up. Well, all right. They were so happy with the work here in Phoenix. With their second home over in California at Mission Bay, they invited me and said, well, you've got to come and do this exterior. It's a big project. Mind you, it was like four stories, maybe out of my scope for one guy. But I said, well, let me reach out to the professional group in uh, CPA. And John Peake, who I've met before, and I know he does quality work, contacted him and he met with the clients. But Kind of caveat was that I had to be involved in it. So it was a partnership and we teamed up and John has a few crews, but our expectations were exactly the same. The homeowners put me up right there next to their property, or I stayed actually in their property at times and it ended up being a two week project. And we decided to put that one in for top job just because of the difficulty of all the rotten wood, the termite damage and the prep that it was required. So I selected that one for a top job just last year. Well, and it was a good one, man. I, I was actually just looking through the pictures again on this one last late last week. And I mean, just the pictures of the rotted wood all over that house. How did you guys go about starting to fix all that? Well, the scaffolding was put up and even John Peake kind of does, you know, he's pretty detailed like I am, offered the homeowner says, hey, if you have the scaffolding company put up the scaffolding, then I don't have to put that into my bill. And so they coordinated that with the homeowners and 
we just started at the top. The first thing is this pressure wash and then just find all the rotten wood. And then we, there's a product that I use and John had some too, but to lock the wood down, there's Abitron, there's Permanizer. But it was a lot of after pressure washing, just going around, pushing, scraping and finding all the rotten areas. And there, the homeowners, that's why they had me there. They just, they had that comfort level, that trust. And yeah, a lot of climbing around on scaffolding. Good workout. I bet. So it says 80 areas is what you guys reported, 80 areas on the house that required some kind of wood repair. And you said you guys use what, Abitron? I used Abitron. And then there was also some epoxy wood fillers that we used over there that they picked up at HomeCo. We used a Sherwin-Williams product. And actually, we, we rolled that whole house, two-coated it after we spot primed all the areas. And that was key for me working with John Peake's crew because they were just like, no, we're priming all the wood before we put it together. And they were just looking at me, making sure I was doing the same thing. So I know in the painting world, sometimes people, they're going to take a shortcut if they can. And that's kind of why I put it in for a top job because there's some other projects that I did here in the Valley that could have been a top job. I did some major plaster repair and water damage on windows and other projects right here in the Valley. But that one, I kind of wanted to show what it's like when professionals get together because we don't have enough collaboration in the painting industry. And that's why I kind of became the painting coach because I go over everything in detail with homeowners. So we're all on the same page throughout the whole project. And everybody's expectations are met. So we can joke around and have fun. So this is in John Peak, your partner on this, who, who owns Peak Brothers Spaining out in California. And you said, where did you guys met at a PCA, previously PDCA convention? Yeah, over the past. Well, he's part of the Craftsmanship Forum, one ah. of that group. We've met there before. And then he's been at some of the, well, there was the expo in San Diego a couple of years ago. So he was there and I met him there and we did some round tables and we've been on some phone calls together. So when you've been painting as long as I have, which has only been 20 years, once they trust you, it's just like, Steve, well, you know you can paint this. And then they start moving around the country. I just had somebody going to Florida. Well, would you be willing to go to Florida? I said, well, you need to look up in the CPA group. It's and PCA. Start, start, PCA. Is it? not, not CPA. Not Certified Public Accountants. And then you have APC, American Painting Contractors Magazine, and then I'm ADIX Painting Company, so it just gets confusing. <laughs> Alphabet soup, baby. also. Okay, as I mentioned, this podcast is sponsored by Zinzer. And if you didn't know, not only is Zinzer the title sponsor for our top jobs, Zinzer has been the title sponsor since the top job inception 20 years ago. Quick math, that's 1999. Long time. So we're super excited to have Zinzer with us. And from Zinzer today, we have Joe Palazzolo. So Joe, APC is 95 years old, and man, we are wicked proud of that. But holy cow, Zinzer is nearly twice that. I believe you're at 170 years old at Zinzer. What do you think has allowed the brand to stay so strong for so long? Great question, Andrew. I think it really comes down to what we focus on. We really have kept the same three things at top of focus here at Spencer. And that comes down to innovation, quality, and just general problem solving. We've been driven by these values since 1849. And we kind of keep that even being integrated into Rust-Oleum now, we've kept those same values. And you can see it in our product lines in all different areas. Let's talk about innovation. You've got a new turbo system with mega size spray cans. That sounds exciting. Tell me about that. 
Yeah, our turbo products really take our really popular and successful sensor formulas and pair them with our new turbo spray system. And it gives a totally new perspective on what aerosol primers can do. So the days of aerosol priming being strictly for spot priming only small areas are kind of a thing of the past. The turbo spray system gives you the speed and the quality of a professional spray system, but doesn't give you all the hassle. So you can tackle those bigger projects faster. So our turbo primers have a really unique delivery spray system that puts out a 10-inch spray fan. And the size of the cans is actually double what the normal aerosol primer is. So you can tackle those bigger projects, you can tackle them faster, and it sprays completely different than a normal 13-ounce aerosol can. This sprays like a spray gun. So you can get your project done four times faster than those traditional spray primers, and you don't need any special tools required to do that. And I know I've talked to enough contractors. It's all about the nozzle. So that's great to hear. That's exciting news. And I understand you've also got something new to talk about when it comes to waterproofing. What's that? We've actually heightened our focus on waterproofing over the last several months here. And I just want to highlight that we have a full range of masonry waterproofing products. Everything from cleaning and repairing your masonry work to the finished quality paints that you would expect to see out of a product. We created our watertight waterproofing brands with two things in mind. Top quality performance against wind-driven rain and hydrostatic water pressure as well as for them to visually look like a typical wall paint, smooth and white, unlike what the competition does at the same levels. We back our waterproofing paints with industry-leading PSI protection and waterproof guarantees. So we have everything from your opening price point type of product, where you get 10 PSI and 10 years of guarantees, all the way up to a 34 PSI guarantee, as well as a lifetime waterproofing guarantee. So we have products that range all the way through and throughout that whole lineup of waterproofing paints, they're all smooth, they're all white, and they look like how all paint should look. I like it. Quality products, innovation, trusted brand, that's Zinzer. We love that you are our title sponsor at Top Job. Thank you for having this 20-year commitment with APC's Top Jobs. It's tremendous. Thanks for telling us about these new products. Everybody out there, if you want to learn more, go to rustoleum.com slash Zinzer. Let's get back to the Top Job Podcast. Emily, I believe you were about to ask Stephen an important question. We referenced earlier that you've won a lot of top jobs in the past years. And this would have been a job that you did in 2018 that won the 2019 Correct. job. How do you pick which job you're going to enter into top job? Well, the one, the one that you stopped by the top job award of 2018. Right. And uh, that's where we did our final video of Fit Your Whip. Right. And we did the windows and they changed their plan after we moved in, which is okay. So now that particular chop job was the third one from Mrs. Dake. And right. she told me one year I didn't put in for her top job. She said, I miss being in the top job because there was another project I could have put in. Interesting you say about these top jobs. I'm actually going back to 2015 top job because they're going to put that house on the market. And top job award of 2017, I just finished doing her back little patio walls. And she put that house on the market. So we look at a value painting. So I'm looking at these clients who really want good, high quality work because they want good value. And I go back from pathologists 
to the same homes and then five years later now they're selling them and when you go back and you fixed a facial or you fixed a planter and it still looks like it was just painted yesterday that's kind of the rewarding part Right. Well, and you've done an incredible job. I think you've told me this on a number of occasions. You've really branded yourself as a top job painter. You've got all of the magnets on your your van. I know you make good use of the, the we send 50 copies to you every year so that you can pass those out to customers. And I know you've said on a couple of different occasions that customers ask, so are you going to enter this one into top job this year? So when did you decide that you wanted to just really use that award to brand your company? Actually, the very first year, 2013, is when you were doing regional. Yes. It was where you were looking for like the residential top guy. And actually, that project was on the front of the magazine. I kind of got in because I got into painting backwards, came out of education, out of physical education. But I always worked around schools with waxing floors and stripping and cleaning. And that goes hand in hand with painting. So I've done a lot of the handyman type stuff. So when it came to painting and I took a year off from teaching because I was trustees of property of a church preschool and they were building on and I was going through and helping them with some of those projects. But even back in those days, 20 years ago, we were using oil, which was good. So I caught the tail end of oil work. And then I said, well, what do professional painters really do? I didn't know anyone that was professional. Everybody that I kind of knew was like just homeowners and I didn't know a professional company. And that's when I joined, of course, back then it was the PDCA to find out what are the professionals doing, which led me to APC. So Boom. I'm kind of nice. so I've self-studied and I've used the different magazines to read and research and then just try it myself, trial and error on things. And some of this stuff is just spending the time. I use an analogy. I was in the Air Force right after high school and we had to shine our shoes and you can shine the toe of your shoe, but you can keep shining the side, the back and even the tongue. People don't know why your shoe looks so much better because people are just focusing at the toe. But when the whole shoe is shiny, it's just, and all it was was maybe another extra hour of shiny. So I kind of look at surfaces. A lot of it is to get things to a certain level. It's just a matter of time that you have to put into it. And so and let's, you know, and, let's pay it forward, Steve. You've got all this experience, not just painting. You've got great relationships in the industry. You're active with PCA. Like I said, let's pay it forward. So a lot of contractors listening who've never entered the top job awards. What's your advice both on why they should, but also how they should? How should they uh, choose a job? How should they prepare themselves to be able to enter that job, whether it's photography or, or anything else? What's your top job advice? My top job advice, well, I kind of have one standard. So I think you have to have a standard of higher quality. And of course, I have the little phone right there. So I'm out there by myself going, you know, you see the end picture, what it's going to look like. You can put that in your brain, but you're going, we just have 40 hours of prep work. So I approach every job that way. I would say to really get a high standard. And I know if you're running crews and stuff, that's the challenge in this industry is to have a company standard. Yeah, just a high quality of work ethic. Yeah. And that's kind of the other thing. I was always a self-starter. And I'm just saying this as a, some people, I'm the best single tasker there is. I tell homeowners that all the time. I'm just there. I can sand for six hours and I know it's six hours. It's going to take that. And I don't let that get me down. Nor do I have somebody telling me, you only have four hours to do this. But you know it's six hours. So, you know, you've got to, I just work until it's right. So I don't have to go back unless I'm going to be painting something else. It's all in the prep, right? It's all in the prep. Yep, and then for the true. job, a, a lot of it's in the pictures. 
yeah. which you were fantastic with taking and, and sending all of those pictures to us. That's because it's the story. On the backside of it, I always wanted to be a photographer. But so, you sent some amazing pictures, too. I love lighting. I like plants. You know, it's just, I kind of like everything. That's good. But well, again, there it is, is really getting focused and making your project. Like I said, my approach is every project is a top job, even if it's as simple as just putting in a baseboard. And, oh, there's a little nick in there. Well, we can just get out a little filler, fill it, and then it'll look good. And I know there's standards, and you have to call it quits when you're painting big walls and big spaces. I mean, the imperfections can go on and on and on, and you have to have some standards. But I just move my standards a little closer to one inch away, <laughs> but I know you're supposed to be 36 Higher, yeah. yeah. How about once you've won, you've entered, you've won, you get the marketing tchotchkes, as we call them. How do you leverage your win? How do you let customers and prospective customers know about your victory? Oh, I take the magazine right out to them, especially if they're a new client. And I give them the magazine and I just show them the story and tell them this magazine also is a wealth of information. Because if it's a homeowner who has going through the painting process for the first time, there's just a lot of questions. And it gets overwhelming of the options of paint and products out there. I'm glad I don't have to buy makeup. I don't know where I would start. (laughs) Actually, on that topic, Steve, I was meaning to say something. (laughs) Well, I still haven't found a good base to work with. Your color is so hard to match. (laughs) Yes. But at least I don't have to dye my hair gray anymore. Um, No, so that's how I leverage it. This is where you run into a problem. It's a good problem is, Steve, how can I get on your schedule? And now we're not having to bid. We're kind of guesstimating how many days it might take. And we go from there because a lot of repaints, there's just a lot of variables. Like one of them, even pressure washing an old home with failing paint. There's a top job I might put in. The whole front of the house ended up being six hours of pressure washing. The whole coating came off. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I've worked for these clients since 2007 and I was afraid of doing this next year. I knew they wanted me to do it, but I knew it was a can of worms because they had problems when they had the home built. It was a colored stucco, a drive it, and it was kind of fading. So the stucco company came back and sprayed an elastomeric coating on and it was just loose. And I knew once I started pressure washing after I did an adhesion test, it was going to come off and it came off in big sheets. So now there's a big top job project that I could put in this year. You've already got them figured out. Then we've got the one 2018's top job. They put new door casings in, all new windows went in, and now in the construction industry, it was done backwards maybe, but it's what happens in remodels. So now you're painting and spraying in a lived-in home. So you're tenting off and you're doing a little section at a time. And two, you use, so aside from the magazines, your truck is pretty outfitted with some top job stuff. Yeah. And some people would say, and I've had family and friends, well, now we're getting into pricing. Well, we can't afford you. And I said, well, I can't afford to do it wrong. So I sorry. Yeah, they can't afford for you to do it wrong either. Because Right. I said, and some people understand that when you really do a nice paint job on your house, your exterior, you're not only helping your house, but you're helping the whole community. I like Um, that motto. Oh, here's another one that could be a top job. I did her exterior 10 years ago already. And she's looking at, they're going to remodel in house, taking out the original carpet, putting down some wood floors, maybe now looking at the kitchen cabinets. And some of these homes have granite countertops and they just don't want to remove those because those are fine. So let's paint the boxes and get new doors or paint those. 
She had an HOA guy come up to her and say, oh, Sharon, it looks like you just had your house painted. She said, no. Well, he said a year ago or so. She, she, she said, no. And of course, this is the north side. It's facing north. So it doesn't get the brutal sun down here in the desert. And she said, no. And it was painted a number of years ago. So she was sharing that story with me. And I know her back of the house because I did a water leak. And I did about five years ago. And we put one fresh coat on her fascia. But I know the back of her house is probably faded pretty evenly because it was a three coat system. And if I was a bigger company, think of these bigger companies. If they do top jobs, they could really be calling back on these people that still own their homes and say, you know, it's been five years, six years. The sun has deteriorated your surface. I know the south side of your home, maybe your west side should get a maintenance coat. But most people don't. They let it go to the point where it's a lot of almost restoration work. As Emily mentioned, referenced earlier, Stephen, of course, was the both the lucky an awesome winner, participant of the Fitcher Whip with Adrian Steele. And we've got, what is it, three videos up now, Emily? Yes, third video post this week. There you go. So okay. if, if you haven't seen these videos yet, man, it is time well spent. It's fascinating to see the transformation that went on with Stephen's van. And another cool thing is that on the third video, Steve invited us out on a top job where we actually got to see what he was working on, where he was continuing work on a job that he won top job with, like he said, in 2018. And then we also reveal the final van makeover. So it's nice. a lot of fun. And <laughs> by the way... Emily, normally Emily is working behind the scenes. She is in front of the camera. She is the video host of the Fitcher Whip process. And I have to say, as much as I hate to say it, Emily did a spectacular job. Testing my skills. <laughs> it really yeah. was. It was fascinating. <laughs> Steve was awesome. He's very cooperative. But you get to see, it's classic before and after. And uh, you get to see the van before. And I tell you, everybody can associate and learn from this transformation. So it's really great stuff. So a lot of stuff that you should act on. Watch the Fit Your Whip videos. Go to paintmag.com. Go to the top job section. You can enter there. You can find advice on how to enter, the types of photos we're looking for. You can see all of the recent winners, including Stevens. Get an idea of the types of jobs that can win top jobs. So, Stephen, thank you for your time. You are a top job all-star, and we love you. And everybody out there... Think about entering. Go to the website. Look at the jobs that win. Look at the prize package because, man, I'm going to say it's all about marketing. It can be all about whatever you want it to be, but oh, it can be all about marketing. Marketing is a wonderful thing. Winning top job is a wonderful marketing tool. I also want to thank Zinzer. Not only are they the sponsor of today's podcast, they, of course, are the title sponsor of the Top Job Awards. You want to learn more about their new products, go to Rustolium dot com slash zinzer if you want to learn more about fit your whip or top job go to paintmag.com find the top job section go to the apc youtube channel you can watch emily host those wonderful three-part series of fit your whip keep working hard keep letting apc help you we love you thanks for listening to paint radio 